0: Hello, everyone. This is uh, Matthias Albertone. I'm the creator of Martial Attitude, and this is Martial Attitude Voice. Uh, Specifically, we are in this series of podcasts exploring the concept of fear, anxiety, in the world of professional boxing. And uh, we have gone through um, multiple uh, athletes in different categories, uh, but they were all males. And I am so very happy because today... Um, our guest is a female boxer, and she does have a, a very other few characteristics, which I'm really curious about. I want to make a few questions about. And uh, her name is Emmy Andrews. She's a professional boxer with uh, four fights as a professional boxer, 4-0, so four wins, zero losses. She's originally from New Zealand, although she trains and lives in England, in London, and she is a New Zealand national champion and English national champion as well. Um, thank you, Amy, for being with us. I know that you're in New Zealand now, so hopefully this uh, broadcast will go well and the recording will go well as well. How do you do?
1: Hi, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me. It's really kind of you, especially with the time difference and everything. So making the effort is really, I'm very grateful. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely no problem my honor. And I was saying I'm not so sure about your weight category. What is it?
1: So I'm featherweight um in amateur boxing. Um and I um and just considering my options with pro boxing because uh, I feel very comfortable. So um <clears throat> and there's more there's better fights at like super bantam and things like that. So I'll probably go down. Uh, that's my plan.
0: So the idea is to turn professional with a slight different category for some reason yeah. for
1: Yeah, so with um amateur boxing you tend to, you weigh in on the morning. Uh so I I'm walk around very similar to um my weight which is featherweight which is fifty-seven uh kg but with professional boxing there's a a bigger window so you have more time to refuel and everything like that so it's better to go down a weight uh, so that you can kind of be um, the strongest at your at your kind of size
0: and this transition between the white collar say and professional boxing is coming soon you're considering uh, how did it work out for you?
1: So it's it's not actually white colour, it's amateur boxing. So amateur boxing is the Olympic style boxing, which is um yeah, so the you know, like with the Team G B or um the you know, if you kind of talk to boxing clubs and things like that, grassroots boxing, um, so they're, they're different styles of boxing. The amateur boxing is like it's three rounds, it's really focused on points. So um you are trying to uh yeah just scores like obviously you can do knockouts and things but you have um slightly bigger gloves and the women wear headguards and things like that but that's um and so that's it's it's kind of a point scoring uh sport more and then um professional boxing I would say is more of a show so you're um, entertaining the crowds the small doves are smaller you're trying to knock people out uh, the, you know there's more rounds and um it's kind of more of an i would say more of an entertainment sport um but the skill set is just different
0: why are you considering transitioning then from one to another
1: so um i I did amateur boxing for a long time I did about fifty five fights and that's when I was the english champion and and um uh, that's who and I boxed, boxed for New Zealand so I boxed internationally and um i I'm working towards obviously that's the potential that obviously there's the Olympics next year um so I'm kind of you know seeing where I can get with that and then they've changed the rules so you can also you can be a professional and an amateur at the same time so i can I'm both at
0: the moment yeah for which flag under which flag would you fight
1: uh new zealand
0: new Zealand. um and now i have a career i mean i'm curious uh you of course are from new zealand you are currently in new zealand yeah but you have a trainer and uh in london yes and you live and have a family in london Yeah.
1: yeah yeah so my mom's a new zealander my dad's english um, they did live in New Zealand for a while and I kind of went through that setup to get <clears throat> to books um, internationally because I am a bit older so I felt that in England even though I was national champion that um, uh, my husband's in England um, and um, yeah you know my my work is in England things like that so um, I come back to New Zealand to books and then um, I'm based in in England with my family and et cetera, et cetera.
0: You did have a full career in a completely different uh, environment other than sports yeah. and far from being professional boxing. What were you doing and for how long have you done it?
1: So I was a journalist um, for about 10 years. Um, so I only took up boxing sort of fairly late um in life not late in life but kind of as a um as an athlete would be i would say (laughs) a little bit later i only really took up when i was 29 30 um and um now i'm 37 so it was um yeah a little bit later to kind of take up the sport but um i didn't really discover it and obviously boxing's a fairly new sport for women um, so, um, it wasn't something that I was really exposed to when I was younger. And so, when I was a journalist, I actually wrote an article about boxing, and it was the first time I'd really come across it, and it kind of um, interested me. So, I'd been doing... Um, I used to do a lot of sport when I was younger, but as a journalist, you're always, like, in the pub or, like, going for, me- you know, meals to with you know, uh, contacts and sort of its a very, uh, can be quite a boozy (laughs) um, industry. Um, And I wasn't doing as much exercise as I I wanted to. So I signed up for a marathon. I signed up for all these different things and I never got into the training properly. So um, I signed up for a boxing fight because I thought I'll definitely have to train because otherwise I'll get beaten up. And so then, um, yeah, and then I just fell in love with it and I just kind of got more and more immersed in boxing and then that's when um, you know I kind of realized that it was something that I really wanted to pursue so
0: why becoming a professional boxing I mean you gave up a career for this yeah so something has happened and um, were you tired of what you were doing before or you just uh, said well maybe I can do this before it's too late what, 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 what was it then
1: um, it was quite gradual So I think it was, um, it wasn't that I kind of woke up one day and I was like, I really want to be a professional boxer. But it was that, um, you know, it is something that is all consuming. So, you know, I was training um, before work, during work, you know, like in lunchtimes, after work, um, you know, my lifestyle became very like focused on boxing. And then I started teaching boxing in order to box um, more. And, um, you know, then I started competing and doing better in my competitions and winning competitions and then I started focusing more on the boxing it wasn't I kind of decided that I would be a boxer it was just more that I became more successful in um, competitions and then that made me focus on boxing more and then you know I, I kind of started doing well so I thought you know how far can I take this and then that's when you know I started thinking about you know maybe I could go to you know do international boxing or maybe i could and then um covid happened um and that's when i was because i was trying to go to the olympics uh, and it just changed um quite a lot of the qualification um criteria it just sort of messed everything up a little bit and then and all the gyms were shut so covid uh, in during COVID, professional boxers were allowed to continue to train, so I saw that as a bit of a loophole, and um, I turned professional. But then I absolutely loved it. I found the um, I really love the style. You know, I've got a great team, and I've just really enjoyed kind of um, really learning more and more about the sport and 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 competing. So, yeah, that's what happened. Really, two questions
0: <laughs> come to my mind right now. You have mentioned team. Um, How is composed this team you're mentioning?
1: So, um, my fellow teammates are um, Newman, who's my husband, uh, Masood um, Abdullah, who I think you've spoken to, Um, yeah, Natty, uh, who's, you know, he's like very... Have you spoken to him? He's fantastic. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's great and he's really good fun. And then... um, Uh, a guy called um, simeon who's um uh he doesn't do boxing he's a sort of i want to say kickboxer but he does things very scary sort of like you know gets people on the floor and like i don't know elbows them and things like that stuff i don't really understand and then steve is our coach um and he's um, a wonderful coach really good um you know just works with us really individually and kind of thinks about um you know how to get the most out of us individually as boxers which is fantastic like he's very special and i also um worked with john durant um who i've worked with for many years
0: and the second question is all these happened and in the meantime you became a mum
1: yes a son, yeah, he's um he's actually just turned ten months, so
0: ten months. So think yeah. about this for whoever is listening right now. So uh, age thirty five, you become pregnant. You're uh, competing, and then you manage to 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 do the pregnancy, to carry out the pregnancy, to keep on um, training to some extent, and then to you manage this thing of being a new mom and a fighter at the pro level. How can you do that? I mean, <laughs> um, it's quite incredible to me.
1: Yeah, so I think the thing is with um, like everybody has different births and different pregnancies. So for a start, I was lucky that you know physically um, I was all good to go, um, and I missed uh, I missed boxing. I missed. It was nice to have a bit of a break while I was pregnant actually. But um it was I kind of felt like I had unfinished business, so I was really itching to get back. It's nice to have something that's um for myself. Um after obviously, um when you are a um a parent, obviously your whole world revolves around your child, which is very important. It is you know, the a new baby has lots of needs, so all of those need to be met and that's great. But it is also nice to have a um, you know something for myself which is good and I just um you know there are things in boxing that I want to achieve so um you know it is something that you can't just do when you're much older so I don't have you know a huge amount of time there's that but I guess on the other side so it wasn't really like a physical thing for me it was more that the difficulty for me is one the sleep (laughs) so you don't get very much sleep so it's very difficult to um you know uh the concentration and all this sort of stuff and, like, training hard and, you know, tired and stuff. And also just, like, um, expectations from other people and expectations from myself on what a mother is supposed to do and um, how they're meant to be. So you feel like, you know, it's, it's selfish or you're a bad mother if you do kind of focus on things that you want to do as well. Um, even though with men you know no one would think twice about somebody who'd recently had a baby continuing to do like um, their career or their their sport but with women you kind of feel like oh you know who's looking after the baby or um you know and you kind of feel like that as a mother yourself like a, a mother or you feel like other people feel like that but I've been really lucky because the people that I'm around never ever make me feel like that like that so I think one of the things that's um, been made me it's helped me I wouldn't have been able to do it without my team you know like I bring the baby to the gym or no one makes me feel like I'm not I'm any less of a mother because I also um, you know train as well as um, have a baby and I think that um, a lot of people have reached out to me and said you know that it's helped them as well because they want you know, they maybe felt like they couldn't do it. And I think there's a lot of people who would like to maybe do more stuff when they just had the baby or some people who don't as well. So they're quite happy to, you know, leave that sort of side of things behind them once they have a child. And it's just like having the freedom to do what you want to do, whether it's, you know, train and or do your sport or not to not.
0: Ie comes then another question. Um, Your... Let's say peers, uh, female fighters, the the, the athletes you are competing against. Um, have you experienced them to be mothers as well? You met um, some other mothers?
1: It's funny because um, in England, not so much. There's a couple of boxers. Um, they, most of them have had... The, there's not that many boxes with children to be honest in England. And there's a couple of um, good ones, but they had their children when they were quite young. Or there's yeah, there's a few people that who, who have, but they've had their children a little while ago and then they came back. Oh actually no, there's a fair few people with children, but maybe not children who are as maybe as young as mine. Um
0: <clears throat>
1: But there are there are definitely people out there, but in New Zealand it's quite common. <laughs> there's quite a few mothers, um, yeah. So
0: and the other question is, how do you balance uh, emotionally, let's say, to be nourishing a mother and all what perhaps a man, a normal man, a daddy, as I am, can think about of a mother is mm. very different of what I can imagine a mom to be. They are two very different universe. The, the the level of care and nourishing that you have for your baby and your uh, overall persona uh, in the family environment and then you kind of change and you become mm. a fighter is is this difficult how can you manage it um do you know what like i do, uh,
1: yeah it is difficult because um not so much about the kind of I think it's that would I think your question is kind of you know you could say that about a lot of people like a lot of the time when you meet boxers or fighters you're like oh you're such a nice person how can you change to be in the ring so I think that that side to it I don't think is difficult because I think if you're you are a fighter it's something that you know you don't carry around with you it's something that you have in the ring and you kind of Focus your energies, you know, when you're training and all that sort of thing. But um, what I do find difficult is um, switching between the two. So switch, like, if I'm sparring, I can hear the baby, makes it very difficult to focus on, um, you know, what I'm what I'm doing in the ring, or like when I have a fight coming up. In the past, there was a very st- set way that I would prepare for a fight. Like I'd, um, I'd, you know train a certain number of times per day um I would spend a certain amount of time on my own in my own headspace being able to focus on the fight coming up but that's just not the case anymore so now I'm like you know I don't get good sleep I wake up I'm playing you know playing with the baby and I don't I'm not able to do as much fitness so I have to really make the times that I do fitness really count um which then would maybe play on my mind that oh am I fit have I done enough stuff but then I know that I am now so I don't have that anymore but originally it was quite difficult and then you know the last fight I did the baby was crying so I was like walking around and around the um, venue of the fight with the baby trying to settle the baby and I was like oh you know I've got a fight in a minute but it's very difficult to switch on to where you're going if you're then focusing on that and then I'm worried about the baby and then I give the baby I'm like oh he settled quick get in start warming up okay get in um start fighting but blah, blah, blah. you know it's just it's not in a way that you would not normally um get ready for a fight so that's more I think difficult um for me not the you know I'm quite happy to punch someone in the face after I've listened to a baby crying for <laughs> however long so yeah
0: yeah, no. That of course I am very happy to to be proven wrong or to not to have an argument. But I am mm-hmm. really interested in your opinion, so I don't want to to appear that I am inconsiderate. But um, mm-hmm. that it, I don't know if we could agree that to some degree boxing is the destruction of something, and uh, to some degree uh, it is the vertical opposite of uh, nourishing and caring for a baby Mm. i
1: i discuss yeah (laughs) um i just don't see boxing like that i think i see boxing as um i don't really see it as an aggressive um sport even though obviously the the key I mean it's all about punching people or hurting people that's the idea behind it but even though that is the idea behind it for me it's about um, battling your inner kind of um, voice to you know be in that ring and um, perform how you want to perform and bring everything together and you know training hard so that mentally you feel strong and fit and you know thinking about your technique um, and improving yourself all the time so that you're able to you know manage different situations and different types of uh, boxes that are in front of you so for me it's a very mental mentally kind of stimulating sport um, you switch off from the world around you and it's like kind of an escape almost I think that's why people are so addicted to it that it's something that takes them away from how they're meant to behave as a person um you know day to day or um you know they can't think about anything else they you know it's a very fast-paced sport so you're not you know worrying about this or thinking about that so it's it's for me it's like the perfect (laughs) um balance because i absolutely i've never there's never been anything that I've wanted more than being a mother. I've never um been so able to be in what, you know, like when you're thinking about the future or the past, or yeah, I'm I'm so present when I'm with my child in a way that I haven't been able to be ever really in my life. And boxing, I guess, was one of the things that helped me to be in the moment, which is one of the things that I really enjoyed about it. But um, for me, it's just like nice to have that, balance as a person to be with my child and you know do I guess quite mundane things with him that I really enjoy and then you know (laughs) be able to jump in the ring and switch off from everything and um you know test myself as you know somebody that isn't a mother maybe you know just thinking about what's in front of me
0: when was your when was your last fight
1: uh two weeks ago how did it go Good. Um. So, I was doing the um, New Zealand Elite, uh, na- um, uh, uh, nationals. So I'm now the New Zealand champion uh, at featherweight. So that was the amateur competition, uh, and that was a tournament. And then a few weeks before that, I had a um a a pro bout, and about a month before that, I had another pro bout. So um, I had two pro bouts, and then I came over to New Zealand, and then I did the elite um nationals. Uh, so yeah,
0: and uh, uh, are you already planning for uh, the next fight?
1: Yes, my next fight is um, August the twentieth, uh, again in New Zealand. That I'm still staying out here, um, so that's I'm excited about that.
0: What kind of opponent will you meet? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Actually, I'm not sure who I'm who I'm boxing. And uh, what in uh, which phase of training are you currently?
1: I'm doing a lot of sparring over here, um, which is really great because the world champion uh, lives here, so um, that's been really great. And I've got um, uh, a really good coach that doesn't live where the sparring person lives. <laughs> he, but um, so I'm going between the two at the moment. But um, so it's fantastic. So tra- doing lots of fitness training, um, working on technique, and doing lots of sparring.
0: Do you um, feel any extra pressure or um, discomfort or you're just used to the idea that you are not so sure what kind of opponent are you uh, going to meet uh, so close to the event? I know that is quite, let's say, common in a way yeah. in boxing yeah. to get fights uh, postponed or changed. Um, yeah. But how do you feel about this?
1: Um yeah I don't it doesn't um really enter my head because I always find when you fixate on somebody too much it becomes about the other person when you can't control the other person at all you can only control the things that you do so um working on your own technique and your own fitness and making sure that you're in control of everything that you can do I feel like you can say, Oh, I'm going to train to box this kind of person or that kind of person. But for me, I know everyone's different, but for me, it feels like that's a kind of a negative way of training because you're worried so much about what they might do that it makes you kind of tr- maybe box in a way that, you know, it wouldn't, I don't know, it's just not, it doesn't suit your style. So if you work to your strengths, then um I think that's better firstly. And secondly, sometimes when I um look up people that I'm fighting and I start trying to do things um differently, it doesn't really firstly it doesn't work because I, I box in a certain way. And so I wish I could change my maybe there's people who are better who are able to adapt their style a bit better, but that's not really me. And secondly, um it makes me think. If, you know, if things check... Like basically, styles make fights. So I'll box somebody, and then somebody else will box that same person. It'll be a completely different fight because you bring different things out and different people. So I'll watch a fight, I'll see the person I'm meant to fight, I'll think they've boxed in a certain way, and then when I get in, it will be completely different. So, um then I'll be like surprised. So they'll be like, oh, I thought they boxed like this, but with me, they have, they box a different way. So, and I box a different way with them. So it's best, I just find it easier not to fixate on other people, just do my thing.
0: Would you reckon um, life itself to be a fight?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's why people love boxing so much is because it's all about um, battling like your you know, not demons, but like overcoming um, you know mental challenges and um, that's really what boxing is like it's just a more aggressive um, you know sort of fast-paced version of it but you know most people who box I think the the challenges that come up with um, or people who fight the challenges that are, are that crop up are things that bother them in real, in, you know, normal life. So um, those are the things that they are trying to overcome in order to become better boxers,
0: you know, whether it's So in a way, would you say that boxing is a kind of a mirror of life? Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. So, you know, I'm not a very confident person, and so confidence has always been an issue in my boxing. And So as I've become more confident in boxing, it's kind of transferred over to... Uh, myself as a person so that's something that's really um you know that's been very good from from both both perspectives as a boxer and you know as a person and you know that's just one example there's lots of different things
0: in a way you contradict yourself because you said that you have become what you have become because you have built up on confidence and confidence and confidence yeah by fighting um, don't you think it's a bit um, counterintuitive? This you are, you should be very self confident by now. Yeah. You said it before,
1: yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So, I think the fact that I've been working on that has, um, you know, has helped me. So,
0: do you think that uh, in this uh, boxing, let's say, this uh, characteristic of being a mirror of life is true for boxing more? than other sports
1: um well uh, I think fighting I'm I'm very I mean I don't I've not done other um, disciplines I'm not sure but with boxing it's um a mental sport 100% and I'm sure other sports are too but with um you know I don't know a 100 meter race someone's going to be faster than the other person and i don't know i don't know too much about it but it's quite clear but with boxing it's like there's like six shots that you can throw you have to be fit anyone can be fit you have to be strong anyone can be strong like all of these things um you know what sets people apart is their um boxing iq so how they think about their technique or how they think about you know taking um uh you know taking things away from the other boxer, so that they're not able to do what they need to do, so there's that there's the your confidence in yourself, there's your dedication to training all of these things are all mental, so um I think boxing more than anything else, the reason that people are so addicted to it or the people you know need it so much or it helps people so much is because it is that kind of very clear um sort of mirror to things that are going on in in your life, but it's just a little bit more um, fast-paced and kind of if you do something wrong, you get punched. So you want to fix it as soon as possible. But yeah, definitely.
0: It comes to my mind now one thing you were talking, I said, oh, this is interesting, actually. Uh, How do you experience the audience of boxing? Do you think that these same things that you have just said, which are Mm -hmm. quite significant, um, are true for the audience of boxing. This addiction to the sport. It seems to me that they are very passionate. The 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 the, the followers, let's say, of yeah. boxing, are very very passionate about it. Um, have you ever f- thought that they are different than any other audience in any other sport or not? No, not not
1: really. I think um...
0: no. Uh, with
1: watching boxing is very like watching any sport, like uh, with boxing, it is a, um, it's a, uh, a, you know, like a a spectator sport. So where people are saying, oh, you know, um, sofa viewers or whatever, they will have an opinion from the couch. Like, I think that's quite disrespectful because really, you know, you're, that's what you're asking. It's a spectator sport. So of course people are going to have opinions. That's what, you're putting on a show for people. So if they don't like you or they do like you, it's not, that's, it's irrelevant. That, that's what it's for is to entertain people. So, um, you know, people do, but I think that's, I, I don't think boxers, boxing fans are any different to any other fans They're Um, but they don't really share the characteristics I would say of a boxer because getting in the ring with, you know, you can have all these opinions and say, this person's rubbish, that person's rubbish, but to get, in a ring, in front of other people is terrifying. It can be terrifying, is very, very brave. And, um, you know, most people can't do that,
0: so. Do you believe um, that boxing is a dangerous sport?
1: Yeah, of course it is, yes. But lots of sports are dangerous. Um, Rugby's very dangerous. Uh, Horse riding's very dangerous um of course boxing is dangerous just by saying there are other sports that are also dangerous it doesn't take away from that but yeah of course I mean you're being you're punching somebody in the face there's um the obvious risks that come with that there's um risks that people don't even know about you know um kind of uh, cumulative risks um but yeah it's um there's lots of sports that are dangerous like running I think is the um sport that has the most injuries obviously they're not head injuries so it's um, a bit different but you know people run all the time and if you thought oh I'm not going to run because I might get a knee injury or like a long-standing sort of you know back injury and things like that then you then you would never do anything there there are always risks with things that you do Um, but there are also huge rewards as well Um, so um, you know obviously you have to be respectful of the sport and um, respectful of your opponents and you know, understand the dangers that you're going into. But equally, there are plenty of um, good things about the sport as well.
0: Emmy, how would you define fear in uh, your own words?
1: Um, I feel like... I think that's a very difficult question, <laughs> but I like it. But fear, I guess, is kind of um, not being in control. Um, you know, being scared of something happening and not knowing, you know, how to deal with the result. Um, I think fear for everybody is, is different. Like I'm, I'm fearful of like plenty of different things, but I think with boxing, my the thing that i find the most um difficult and the scariest is being in front of people and failing which is stupid but um that's i think the thing that motivates me to keep being successful but also holds me back because i worry so much about you know getting up there and and not performing which is how can you perform if you're worried about not performing <laughs> you know it's just it's a very complicated emotion fear and um and it's and it's so that's why I find it so interesting this, um this podcast that you're doing because I think that um people can talk about the concerns that they have or like the fears that they have in this sport but they continue to do it regardless so it just seems a bit odd <laughs> so you say you know is it risky are there risks and you say yes you're like but I want to do it anyway or you know I get scared about um getting up in front of people and performing because what if I fail. And then they get up and do it anyway. So it's very, um, it doesn't seem to compute almost, even though people, um, you know, do very much. I mean, it's, it's all about battling your fears, this sport. That's basically what it is, but it's difficult to understand what those fears really are or what you're scared of, you know.
0: And is fear in boxing related to its intrinsic danger, you believe?
1: No, because I think that um, humans are stupid and don't ever think that um, things will happen to them. Almost well, I don't, I don't. But then other people I speak to just think. The, I think that the problem for me is that I don't, um, I don't worry about the injuries. It's not, it's not that I don't, I don't know that there are, a, that there are like something that I should worry about it's more that when I go in and I'm sparring it's not my at my the forefront of my um you know my concerns so that means that I'm not very defensive as a boxer it means that i um, I'm worried more about you know performance and things like that whereas other people that is the first thing they're worried about you know i I don't want to you know um, get hurt and so that means that they think a lot more about how they defend their shots and things like that or you know um but the majority of people I feel like you know they wouldn't do it if they were really scared that they were going to get hurt because a lot there's lots of people who I know who do boxing um recreationally and then don't compete because they don't want to get hurt so professional boxers or people that compete obviously have like a are in denial to a certain
0: extent. Did your idea of uh, fear change over the years?
1: Um, I don't think so, but I now understand more, like myself more, yeah. and realise that um, what it is that I'm a fr- that I'm frightened of, um, which is, I guess, not um, uh, not being successful in what I do, not being pr- proud of how I perform or you know doing myself an injustice and doing the other people the people that help me and injustice and letting people down really i'm um, letting myself down letting other people down being a disappointment and yeah that's that's i think understanding that is then the first step because then you think well honestly people are just helping you out because they really want to support you um you know if you don't aren't successful does it really matter no because there's plenty of other things in life. So once you know what it is, you can start kind of dismissing them almost, you know what I mean? But until you really understand what it is that you're kind of scared of. But it drives you as well. You know, you want to be a bit scared, so otherwise you, you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone and, you know, kind of create things for yourself that you that you want. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a balance. Not letting it cripple you, but equally helping it you know, allowing it to push you to do things that you would want to achieve in
0: life. So do you think that practicing boxing has a lot to do with your idea of fear and how to uh, understand it?
1: Yeah, I definitely do. I think um, because it's a very uncomfortable, vulnerable sport. Um, So it puts you in a position that, um, you know, you are very... Vulnerable um, emotionally and physically, and then um, overcoming kind of your fears that surround that is part of, I guess, one of the things that is so compelling.
0: Are there things that you fear outside of the ring?
1: Not really, like I just, you know, like anybody, I, you know, you just. Like, I don't know, I care about my family and my friends and I hope they're okay and I want everything to be okay with them. So that's kind of my main thing. But um, I don't think so. But probably, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not sure.
0: Do you think, uh, from a different angle, do you think that fears in boxing are different than fears in other sports?
1: No, not for me. I think, um, you know, kind of the things I was sort of touched upon before... Where you're kind of thinking, it's like the, the fears that you have as a person are the things that hold you back from being successful in boxing. And I guess, um, uh, you know, not being successful I think is the biggest driver for everybody everyone's very competitive in boxing you know it's a one against one like you can get more competitive it's so like animalistic almost you know there's nothing that could be more (laughs) more competitive than going in and kind of trying to beat up somebody else and seeing who's going to win at the end like it's very kind of um raw and so um that competitive aspect is similar to, you know, I guess every other sport in in the, you know, you want to be the best, you want to um, perform and, you know, get to where you want to get to. And I think that's just, you know, across the board, but with with boxing, it's maybe a little bit more um,
0: uh, obvious. When you feel fear, how does he present it?
1: so i don't feel i don't think that i feel fear it's like it's almost like um i detach when i'm when i feel like i'm not going to do well it's like it's not um i don't get scared like I'm, i i can't remember the last time i was scared i get scared of the dark <laughs> and stuff like that like oh what if something ha-? like that's different that's kind of like a oh what is there what's behind there type thing but like in terms of um being scared of something it's like it's easy to kind of procrastinate or um you know um find excuses for things or you know not um not engage with it and kind of avoid it rather than facing it facing it that's I think that's you know it's easy to talk yourself yourself out of doing this or doing that because you're scared but it's not that I have an overriding fear of um you know i know you know on fight day that I'm, i am i'm not scared it's just like a a sort of you just want to perform well and a pressure almost
0: so if i understand correctly yeah you know what your fear here is but you just stated somehow that you don't feel it because you never fear fear
1: yeah Yeah, exactly. It's like I know um, that how I I think how I deal with being um, worried or scared of something is to sort of almost avoid it. So um, it's not that I'm scared. I just know that I'm scared because I'm behaving in certain ways.
0: Of course, this fits in in another aspect of the thing. How do you deal with the idea that your opponent is in the mind frame to beat you up, to hurt you, to kill you?
1: oh, I don't think that because I feel like if you know yourself, everyone's human. So somebody might be talking a good talk and say, I want to hurt you, I want to do this, I want to do that. That's their way of creating momentum before a fight. Um, There are people obviously out there who want to hurt people and that's fine, but it doesn't mean that They they're going they're capable of it. It just means that that's what they're saying or that's what they're feeling. Like that's another person. That's their issues. Like it's it's not about other people. They're human. Like um, I've had a few fights where I was really concerned about the person I was going to fight, and then I heard things from other people about them. You know, in training, like oh she cried in training or oh she was um you know this happened or whatever. And you are like they're just a person. Like everyone has good days. Everyone has bad days. Like whatever. It's it's irrelevant. It's nothing. It's nothing to do with me. The other person.
0: Can you sense fear in your opponent?
1: A few times I've been I've sparred and people. I don't think I'm a very scary person, so I don't think I'm the right person to talk to about that. I don't think people are like. No, I've never really come across someone who's scared of me, sadly.
0: So you wouldn't use it as a tool against an opponent
1: it's not my way because, um, it doesn't help me to, um, to think about my opponent. It's just, it's never been something that I need to focus on. Cause I think, as I said before, you know, once you start focusing on somebody else, it's that there are elements that you can't control. You can control yourself. You can control how you feel like how you act but you can't control the other person, so if they're scared, so be it if they're sometimes people you know perform better when they're scared, some people sometimes people perform worse, like you don't know who that person is or what's going on with them, so to fixate on you know their emotions is um you you're setting yourself up i think to to fail personally
0: in your experience uh, as a boxer is it possible to train uh, mind body behavior not to feel fear
1: um so i don't i don't think it's about not feeling fear i think it's about acknowledging what it is that you're scared of so that you can work with it um so i've got a um i work with um a sports psychologist who is fantastic um and i think the biggest thing that i've And I've actually worked with a few in the past as well. And somebody, um, I think, you know, one of the things they said to me was, you know, um, what's the worst that can happen? You you lose or you get hurt. Okay, those are things that might happen. You have to get your head round that and then you can move on. But if you start, if you kind of avoid it or you're scared of it, or it's a huge thing that's like overcoming you, you can't really deal with it. You need to accept all the facts and then just work with what you've got, as opposed to like letting your emotions play, um, play them into something bigger. If that makes sense.
0: Do you believe fear to be an obstacle to achieve things, or rather a guide through difficulties?
1: It depends on the person. So um, some people are able to um use their fear to drive them into doing um bigger and better things and some people um it paralyzes them so um it just it just depends on you and and I think if you do if you can understand what it is that you're scared of or what it is that you know how you respond in certain situations then you're able to then you're not just like blind blinded by your emotions you're kind of even if you still feel a certain way when they happen, um, you you can kind of recognize that about yourself and be like, oh, cool, this is happening, so that must mean that I feel like this, you know?
0: So, back to the question, you would say that is neither a guide, neither an obstacle for you?
1: No, no, it's not for me. I'm just saying pe- people respond differently. For me, fear can be an obstacle but it can also be (laughs) it can also push me because I think when I'm scared it's like I kind of want to achieve and I want to overcome I want to do things that I didn't think that I could do so it's almost you know I'm scared of things but I want to I wouldn't even say scared I'm not scared of things it's just that I'm I, to to achieve something that I wouldn't have thought that I'd be capable of is like very motivating for me. So regardless of being like it being a scary like prospect, then um, I still want to be able to do it. I'm not scared necessarily of like um, I'm I'm more like I worry about like. um you know, oh, am I too old? Oh, am I being a good mother? Oh, am I like, you know, all of these different things. It's like core, more like niggling fears rather than like a big, massive, oh, I'm scared about getting in the ring. So overcoming those, I think, is like a a big thing for me, which hopefully that's something that I'm able to do.
0: In a way, you answered already, but I ask you anyway, do you believe that fear can be, eliminated altogether or only faced uh, every time
1: yeah i don't think it can be eliminated you just have to understand it it's like it's like any emotion you know happiness sadness fear loneliness like you know joyfulness all of these different things they're like normal emotions human emotions so you know it's just something that you navigate you don't
0: before you mentioned the fear of failure that you feel the most huh? yeah and this fear of failure is towards the supporters the team members the family yourself uh, the audience uh, everyone uh, who towards whom um failures to whom
1: yeah i don't know i guess to um my family and team and to myself and maybe supporters and everything but um, I think like when you think about it like that's what I mean when, when you can start trying to understand things a bit more you know I don't want to fail because I of like the humiliation of it <laughs> like em- embarrassing myself in front of like all those people and then when you ask me that question who is it I'd be like I don't really care what's if the people watching like they don't care I don't like care what they think but then I actually I do care what they think but then when you ask me I'm like well I don't care but I, I obviously do so that's what I mean about kind of like breaking stuff down as like you know, what, like, people will watch your fight and not think about it ever again. No one cares about you. <laughs> but, like, obviously, for me, I'm like, oh, they watched it, that's embarrassing, blah, blah. Like, they're not going to think about it again. They don't give a shit. Sorry, I don't know if I meant to say shit. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so... um. Once you break it down, you can start being a little bit more, like, putting some common sense into it. But, yeah, I would say... Very much the case. I really want to do well for my family and my team and for myself. Um, and I am quite a prideful person, so I want to um, do, be known as a successful boxer as well.
0: Are you afraid of retirement?
1: No. I'm not afraid of retirement, but I would like to achieve some things in the sport before I retire.
0: Which is in your your own vision?
1: World domination. <laughs> no, I would um, I would like to. I'm like I went to the like a very academic school, where um you know, you um achieve like your achievements are measured by your like did you get like an A star in this or did you win an award in this like I I need (laughs) belts I need titles I need like something that I can hold on to to see where I'm at that's important to me too um, and that's why I think I want to you know I'd like to win some titles
0: don't you think that retirement could be in the way of this achievement
1: no you know if I don't um that's what I'm working towards that's what I want from the sport if um you know for whatever reason I have to retire before it happens so be it because honestly like I love boxing and I love going and training with my team and I love the challenge of always kind of bettering myself and you know traveling around the world with this sport and meeting people and getting in the ring with people like for me the process is all about the process really like I love and I feel very very lucky that I get to do this so when I um, do retire and I look back hopefully I will think wow I've been to so many places and I've done so many things and you know I absolutely loved every single second of being a boxer so that's primarily how I feel but I would like to, if I can, achieve um, something in the sport. Like, for example, like, you know, getting the national titles. That is, that was huge for me. Like, that's everything
0: that I've wanted, you know, so. Emmy, is anxiety any different from fear?
1: I think there are different words for different things. So often I feel like somebody's version of, like, somebody saying oh I I get anxious is somebody else's like fear so I'm not entirely sure like like when you say those words like their meaning for other people but for me yes very much so Like, for me anxiety is something that ticks away underneath the surface like most of the time I would say I'm a fairly anxious person um and that's one of the reasons why I love boxing because it's a great way for me to switch off and kind of channel um you know things into um into I guess punching or um you know running or whatever it is that I'm doing fear for me is like something that's um like a like a a specific um concept or a specific thing that you're worried about or specific is more specific I feel like anxiety for me is just a, a sort of underlying kind of amalgamation of loads of different things that um you know creep up
0: on you what is the function of fear in your opinion
1: um it's like your self-protection you know self-preservation you're protecting yourself from you know you know when you get in the ring and you think oh i don't want everyone to i don't want to humiliate myself i don't want to embarrass myself like, that's valid. You might humiliate yourself. I've definitely had a few fights that were very ropey. And I think, oh, that was embarrassing. And it was embarrassing, but what can you do? Nothing. <laughs> At least I got in the ring. So, you know, you're protecting yourself from... Um, yeah, fear's there to protect you.
0: Is it possible to integrate fear within uh, ourselves? instead of just trying to work against it, that is, to eliminate it.
1: Yeah, that's really deep. I'm not... Um, I think that would be a very stressful way to live, but I guess people do that anyway. But I think that would be a much stronger way of kind of working towards your goals, is to kind of jump on that fear bandwagon and just, like, go with it, you know? But... um I would don't even know where you would begin to do that. For me, it works to kind of understand what it is that you're scared about and just kind of um, manage that and understand it and not um, allow it to trigger um, behaviours that aren't, like, helpful.
0: You mentioned before that you have worked uh, with uh, different uh, sports psychologists throughout yeah. the years. And uh, how is this experience? How did you stumble into sports psychology from your athlete's perspective?
1: My dad actually um, recommended that I saw a sports psychologist because um, I had a fight over in New Zealand that um, I was really, really worried about. Um, I really wanted to win. It meant a lot to me. Um, and he, him and my mom who come to a lot of my fights, almost all of them were there. And, um, my dad said to me afterwards that I lost the fight. She didn't win it. Like I, I kind of almost taught myself out of winning that fight. And he said, I think you ought to see a sports psychologist. And then I went to, I, um, contacted a really great company called, they're called Chimp Management so they were they're all about like how i guess some of the things i've been talking about is probably like a reflection of the things that i um kind of learnt from them but it's basically how you know your base kind of behaviors can come out which is not always like helpful um and so one of the things that i found really um interesting because i've actually seen like therap- a couple of therapists in the past like not very um uh like maybe twice or something, just in general I was interested and I found it I didn't find it very helpful. I didn't um uh I found it a bit pointless for me. And then when I saw a sports psychologist it was like it was almost like the 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 format of talking about your um you know it being for a sport and your performance and like all of the things that kind of to be honest I was talking about to the therapist <laughs> um but like having that channel of being it being about sport made it all like applicable to um like me and like my performance and my life and and it kind of i worked through some things that i maybe should have worked through before and uh i managed to do it through the sports psychologist so um i found it really useful
0: i would, uh, um Invite you to listen to the Oxford definitions of uh, fear and anxiety. Okay. And then, let's say, you tell me if you agree or not. Okay. So, fear is defined as uh, an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain or harm, that is happening or might happen. Anxiety is defined as an uncomfortable feeling of nervousness or worry about something that is uh, happening or might happen in the future. Would you agree roughly on these definitions? Would they fit for you or
1: not? that makes sense to me
0: yeah also for anxiety which you were referring before as a more foggy shady overcasting experience
1: yeah i mean i think those um both of those definitions make sense it's just for me i guess my experience is probably the explanation that i gave
0: absolutely emmy thank you so much you don't know well, how much I doesn't. appreciate this. Not only for the patience and uh, for finding the time to do this, although you're so busy, but really because it was super insightful. I mean, thank you so much for your kindness and for your sincerity in uh, touching these topics. Oh,
1: no, I really appreciate you having me on. I, I feel like um, I wasn't really... I you're. Questions are so interesting. I wasn't able to do them justice, so... Um, Not at sorry. all.
0: You did. <laughs> you. Absolutely. You knocked it down. And with very different, actually, um, facets as compared to other people I've been talking with. So it would be very interesting to to re-listen uh, to the others. Amy, thank you so much. And thank you very much to all of you who have uh, supported Martial Attitude Voice and who have listened to this podcast. I am very happy to receive your comments and any other questions that you would be interested in posing to other professional boxers in the future as we go to understand always a bit better, always a bit differently, what fear and anxiety are and how they are coped with in the world of professional boxing. As usual, you keep in touch.